welcome. My name is Anisha and I'm your host. Authentic You focuses on the importance of mental health, relationships, society, and culture. I'm so glad you're listening. And if you are, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know how you're enjoying the episodes. It takes like two seconds and I would appreciate it so much. I am a graduate student going into the field of counseling. Just so you're aware, this podcast is not a form or replacement of therapy. Solo episodes are what work best for me. Even though they're solo episodes, I've gotten the best feedback from others and I hope you stick around. So let's get started in today's episode. I just know this one is going to be one of my longer episodes and I'm learning to enjoy the longer ones when I do create them. But how are you and how is everything going? As for me, I am currently dying in graduate school. I am taking a bit of a social media break because it's gotten to the point where my mental health couldn't manage things that I was doing. And school alone is a lot. If grad school was just to maintain a C average, it'd be a lot easier to balance everything out, but the AB kills me every time. My podcast is not taking a break. Sorry if I made it seem like the podcast is on pause, but other things in my life I'm changing moving forward. So the other day, I had a huge meltdown. I've talked about this very briefly in my earlier episodes about how I have to do an internship and a practicum. The practicum is within my program and it's basically a mini internship. Because I'm doing it in the summer, the amount of paperwork and deadlines that I have to make sure I have to have I think by April is just a bit intense while I'm in school. And it's more of a constant back and forth and there's so much for me to have done by the specific time frame after one document after the other, so it's it's already a headache and it's not even here yet. There's nothing I can do about the deadlines, it is what it is, but it's a for sure a hassle if you're doing it in the summer. This all happened maybe like three days ago. It was an orientation about it, so it's a lot of things that were thrown at me at once. Soon after the meeting was done, I knew I had no control of my emotions. I couldn't sit and think, how am I feeling? Let me go grab a journal and write everything out. In the heat of the moment, you're overwhelmed, your heart starts racing, and your mind is just filled with so much. You're thinking about everything that could possibly go wrong and how you can't manage any of it anymore. This was just an example of what happened to me the other day. I teared up a bit, but we're not going to talk about that. I just kind of sat in my room, contemplated my life for a second, and I just hate when little things like that come up, uncontrollable things especially. The news wasn't new to me. As a matter of fact, I've actually tried getting a head start on all of this back in November 2021, but I was told to wait for this specific orientation. Now that it's here, it's resulted in a massive panic attack for me. I know there are people listening who experience anxiety every day. Some have high anxiety and some of us have moments where we feel like our world is just coming down. I know that it's not the end of the world, I know that, but in the moment, in the heat of the moment, you couldn't tell me otherwise. When something in your life happens, it all comes down to your emotions. Some type of emotion. I experienced a high level of anxiety for the rest of that night and I couldn't take my own advice until the next day, which is why I'm prioritizing my life. we experience emotion. Maybe you feel sad or unhappy, but what about if we get deeper in the emotional state that we are feeling? Yes, you can feel sad or unhappy, but what about someone who ends a relationship and is feeling worthless? 
the relationship ends and just for context this can be a family a regular friendship a intimate relationship or any relationship that you can think of that recently or has ended or maybe you're dealing with a relationship right now it's one thing to feel sad but what else can people feel People can feel depressed, worthless, unwanted. A lot of people don't get the closure that we all want by certain relationships and it's really damaging. It damages the person who is left being hurt. The sad part is the person who gave you no closure is living their own life just fine. They didn't care about how you were going to feel when the relationship ended. I've had friendships that have slowly just over time have ended. Nothing bad, but you know, time just goes on. You start doing different things, you have different goals and aspirations. But when you've connected with someone and built a relationship with someone and they walk out on you, you start to have all these emotions that run through you. Not only are you feeling unstable, and yes, I'm going to say unstable because even in the moment when I was stressing over the thing that I had to do for school, as I record this, this podcast right now, I still am stressing and feeling some type of way, but I'm now calmer because I've adjusted some things in my life that I needed to refocus on. I needed to basically get my priorities straight. This isn't to focus on my situation, but to know that the emotions you experience play a big role in your life. The relationship that ended, I bet you anything, it changed your outlook on other relationships, on future relationships. And if you're dealing with it right now, it's going to impact you for the better. The experiences that we go through shape us who we are as individuals, and the emotions that tie with those people help shape our story and journey that we're going through. Your journey doesn't end. It's a never-ending journey that you need to just learn to love and enjoy through the good and bad. Everything that has led you up to this moment listening to this podcast, this specific episode shows that you still care about your own journey. When we think about our own life, because let's be honest, some of us do reflect on our past. Some of us like to see how far we've come or what we would like to do better in our future. The journey is just embracing the person you are becoming. But Lanisha, what does my journey have anything to do with my emotions? What does having a bad day have anything to do with this? Or what about those old relationships, the past? It's the past for a reason. If you've ever been lied to, cheated on, I'm sure it's changed your outlook on relationships. Even trust. Have you ever lost trust in someone and it's hard to just trust them again? If you've ever felt unwanted, that feeling makes me so sad because as Even as I say it, to feel unwanted and not even know why is probably one of the worst feelings a person can ever feel. To sit and question, why doesn't this person want me? Why doesn't this person want to be around me? What did I do wrong? What should I fix about me? Relationships stir up many emotions. Unexpected events in our life stir up emotions. The pandemic, 2020, the thought of what was going to happen, what's next, what am I going to do? Your journey is defined by you. The relationships you have and the society that we live in, you don't understand how these simple, mundane things shape the person we are and are becoming. You also don't realize the outlook you have on life because of your experiences. Have you ever had that feeling of starting a new job, a new project, a new task? It's an emotion that we all can agree is just uneasy. I get that butterfly feeling where I'm almost sick to my stomach. I can't avoid these emotions. 
A lot of people think if they avoid their emotions, they will go away and never come back. Suppressing emotions does nothing except resurface when you least expect it. I've mentioned before on the podcast how some of us don't start changing our eating habits until we experience health issues. Some of us don't work out until we notice it's becoming an issue in our day-to-day. Some people don't focus on their mental health until it gets bad. Suppressing your emotions is basically sweeping your emotions under the rug, but the consequences do affect your physical health. Stress does take a toll on the body. A lot of us don't face certain things because it's uncomfortable and something we don't naturally do as humans. I know it's different now for the upcoming generations. I'm sure it's encouraged to talk more about emotions and how we feel. But I don't know, can you really tell your job right now, hey, my mental health is kind of low, I'm going to take a few days off, I'm not going to be able to go in. I'm curious because it's encouraged online, it's talked about in schools, and more in people's homes, but jobs? Do jobs actually want to hear that you're having a bad mental health day? So until that is accepted more in our society, I will believe that things are changing for the better on the importance of mental health in jobs. It's one thing to talk about and recognize things in our environments, but the jobs, are they going to actually embrace taking mental health days off? Or is the job going to make the employee feel stressed because now they could potentially lose their job for calling out so many times? We all deal with different emotions every day. And this does not make you someone who has bipolar symptoms. Please do not diagnose yourself online. You must seek a professional and they will do the test to give you a diagnosis. You can't just see a list on Google and now you have this disorder. You're confusing with having a bad day to depression. You have a rough week does not mean you have depression. This is also me not suppressing your emotions. I'm trying to help you understand that the emotions you go through reflect our outlook on life. I've talked about people who walk out on us, work environments, and now that leads us to us. In this podcast, not just this episode, creates a level of awareness on the importance of your mental health, relationships, and the society that we live in. The more you're aware, the better you're becoming with your actions, decisions, and focus on what you truly want. You might not even realize it, but you're probably creating better habits for yourself, but you don't notice it so much because no one is there to tell you good job. But you're doing more than you realize. I even think that you're putting your mental health first more than anything because of this podcast and learning what ways and what things work best for your mental health. Just because you don't journal every day doesn't mean that you're not putting your mental health first. At this point in the podcast, if you've been listening for a while now, then you should know when you should be telling people no as a way of knowing your own boundaries. The right people will respect these boundaries that you're creating for yourself. And asking yourself, is this good for my mental health? Is this person good for my mental health? Just because you don't say it out loud every single day doesn't mean what you're doing and working on is going unnoticed. The actions you do in your everyday routine is with intention. And I know that at a vulnerable state that you're in, like I mentioned with relationships, People who walk out on you and never give you the closure that you need. Or the different emotions that we experience when we're going through challenging times. All of this can put us at a very vulnerable state. Mentally, we would feel lost on how we should be processing all of these different emotions that come up. 
We as individuals have to face our own emotions alone sometimes. I'm sorry, but not everyone can seek professional help. Not everyone has the means to get the help that they deserve. Being aware on the importance of mental health affects everything. If I can come on here and say that you're going to feel good forever and never have any bad days moving forward, then that would give people false hope. Because we aren't given an equal path, everyone faces their own battles every single day, whether that be mental or physical. We all face something that nobody knows about. Taking better care of yourself includes being aware on your emotions. I can't stress enough how important the emotions that we feel every day are important. And some of us don't know how to process that. I really do believe that everything is easier said than done. So I don't expect anyone to change overnight, in a week, or in the year. Taking care of your mental health has to be a forever journey. That is just a given. Someone who walks in and out of our life puts us at a vulnerable state because we are allowing them to enter when we know they're not good for us, yet we're still waiting with open arms. How do you process unexpected emotions that come up? By working on things now instead of working on them when we're at our most vulnerable state helps avoid chaos. I knew this was going to be a program that was going to require time and so I got better with time management to an extent. Not perfect, but I'm still getting better. That's how I've been managing multiple things at once because of time management. Now if you were to tell me this 2-3 years ago about time management, it just doesn't compare to what it's at now. Like I said, it's gotten better but it still needs improvement. But see, I'm not noticing this every single day. It just is me now realizing the habits I've created are helping. As far as my mental breakdown that I recently just had, I'm going to have them, but I'm more prepared on what I should be doing moving forward. It wasn't something that I was hesitant to start or change. Like I said, it's not until things get bad then we focus on that area. Whether that be health, a career path, a project, a friendship, it doesn't matter. It's not until all things get bad, then we take action. It's important to start acknowledging your emotions. Like, okay, I realize my emotions are all over the place, but am I journaling? Am I going on a walk to clear my head? Am I spending too much time on something that isn't giving me any value? A relationship, when it involves another person, is different than me stressing over school. That relationship is going to take time to heal, but you ain't gonna heal if you ain't doing some type of work. I always thought therapy was someone to just go in and get advice from. Someone who knows nothing about you, so no judgment, to just give you advice. But actually, it's a process of work that really is you doing all of the work on your own. It's true, no one actually gives you advice, people are just focusing on the problem and what are your options, things that you can do to help you work through your own problems. The therapist is there as a guide and someone there for accountability. Therapy isn't meaningless. I think that someone who is able to do therapy every single week should really acknowledge that it's really you doing the work. You're the one putting in the time, making the effort, setting the boundaries, and doing little steps to help you move forward. In your emotional state, recognizing these emotions and how you can change the state of yourself all comes down to your mind and actions. So one thing I'm not, and if you probably didn't tell by now, I am not a rational thinker. Someone who decides under pressure, makes decisions instantly, and doesn't think things through. 
that just isn't me. And you probably are, which I'm not judging. I'm sure you work best under pressure, so do I. But you're not acknowledging the emotional state that you're feeling. You, in the heat of the moment, where a lot of us never process these emotions in this state. The first thing that many of us need to do right now is what is the emotion you're feeling a lot of or know that when things come up or go wrong, how do you take care of yourself? I experience a lot of anxiety when I'm pressed for time and didn't manage my time well. Anxiety can also just be uncertainty about the future. Some people listening right now are having bad anxiety thinking about things that are going to happen tomorrow, a week from now, or even a month from now. Your life is not meant to be lived this way. What emotions do you face that you would like to work on and not wait until things get out of control? Antagonizing someone for their emotions that they carry obviously have been suppressed to reach the level that they're at. I can go on, but let's move forward with what it is we want to work on. How long will this process last? Forever. It's a forever journey. Will I go through my emotions alone? Yes, only you can feel these emotions, but yourself and others can help guide you. When do I start? My life is good right now. Emotions are too much for me to think of. Again, it's not when things are going good that we need the most help on. It's when things get hard, then we focus on the problem on how to be better about ourselves. You start now, even if life is absolutely perfect, you start now moving forward. Acknowledge your mental health and the importance of how it affects everything. The weight can feel heavy if you're neglecting your emotional state. so much for listening share this with a friend and i will talk to you in the next one